right, so Sedano and Cap are both uh, coming at you remotely today. Brian and I are the only ones in the studio. Um, and Brian, you had a question. You were about yeah, to ask. I, and I, I, Scott, I hope you under, understand the spirit in which this question is asked. Um, oh. You are a, a, a unique and singular personality. <laughs> I have no idea where this is going. There's what, been two compliments so far, what I think. does it look like when Scott Kaplan flirts? Well, wait. What is that? <laughs> is it effective? Do you have a style? Is there a what, are you Are you accusing Cappy of having no game? N- no, no. He might have tremendous game. I, I would, don't. I know. would assume he does. I just. I. I. I'm. I'm looking at almost like a, like a like not a sociologist, but like you know one of those people. Cap, like, do you walk up me, yeah. baby? Yeah. Hey, yeah. Cap, do you walk up to her and say, "You know what look good on you, me"? Oh God. <laughs> Great line. Never knew it. We'll incorporate it immediately. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I would have loved to have seen Cap in his heyday. I think he probably could talk the, uh, well, I was about to say talk the pants off of somebody, but I didn't want to get fired. <laughs> you uh, say something like that, do you? Yeah. Well, well Greg swore, Greg used one of the George Carlin's seven dirty words right in the middle of what's up fool today. Sure did. No way. You get dumped? Yeah. Yeah, I dumped myself. Yeah, it was like three of us tried to dump them all at once. It did. What'd you say, just, Greg? I'm not saying it again. Oh, yeah, it, it was it was uh, not good. So uh, <laughs> not falling for that trick. So we were talking <laughs> earlier, guys. What uh, Sedano and Cap that there is, and there's some evidence here that there is a flirtation going on between Tom Brady and Kim Kardashian. She was seen driving his golf cart at a private residence in the Bahamas. They were seen out to dinner earlier in the week. If those two coupled off and and became a thing, would they surpass Beyonce and Jay-Z as the world's biggest American power couple? Um, I'm going to have to go I, no. I would still I'm gonna, say no. I'm going to go no um, here. Yeah, I mean, because here's the way I look at like the the totem pole of like the hierarchy of like fame. Right. I would say musician slash rock star, whatever you want to call it is the top. I think movies is number two, close number two. And then I think reality star is way down the, to- the that, that hierarchy. Like it's not it? in the same class as the other ones. And then per- athlete is somewhere in between those, I would say. So no, See, but I'm not sure that Kim goes by reality star. Yeah, she kind of eclipses it, doesn't she, Cash? Yeah, mm-hmm. She, she kind of goes, she's, she's. Is she, more, though? That's I what she, she is, though. No, but I think she isn't. Tell me, am I wrong? Is it her? Or Entrepreneur is, it is what you're going to call her? Yeah. A, we That's looked it up, George. Yeah. She's a billionaire. Right. She's worth $1.2 Cool. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's still why doesn't I think make her take I still over doesn't the make, world. Yeah, I, I still don't think it makes her more famous than Beyonce and Jay-Z. No, no, but the other thing was, you know, power couple. You know, if uh, if you told me that Tom Brady and uh, Oprah got together, I'd say, okay, now you got yourself a power couple. You know, but Tom Brady and Kim Kardashian, while she's got the money, I don't know if she that I don't know if she's that right power outside couple? of outside of the E network. Is she moving and shaking that much like uh, in entertainment? Well, I will say this: mm-hmm. those two would be. I would be hard pressed to find i brought up brad pitt and angelina jolie in their heyday but those Mm -hmm. are tom brady and kim kardashian are two of the best looking people i have ever seen in person both of them are strikingly handsome on his case and she's just stunning you should ask cappy how he truly feels because 
you know, Tommy's like his boyfriend. So like he he loves Tommy. That's like his bro. I do love Tom Brady, and I'll tell you I'll tell you something else. I kind of like Kim Kardashian a lot too. You know, I'd like to go out with Kim Kardashian. I don't need to like have a relationship with her. But I you mean, just wanted for the publicity. I mean, just like I, I'd like to be able to tell my friends a story. You know, like hey guys, you know, I I, I was at a Laker game, and I happened to bump into Kim Kardashian, and you know, back to B Cam. You know, as far as flirting, I mm-hmm. would just be like I would be mysteriously quiet. You know, mm. and then yeah, because that'll get her attention very. Yes, quickly. it will. That's right. Because the less you say, the less chance you have to say dumb stuff. Uh, but you know? at a game, there's like a million other people around. When have you, you ever followed that idea or theory of, of life, Scott? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you got me on that. But then all of a sudden, I say to my buddies, I'm like, yo, I met Kim Kardashian. It just was a completely chance meeting. The next thing you know, she asked me for my number. I hooked it up with her. You know what I mean? Like, I, I texted her. She texted me. Next thing I know, we're chatting. And then, you know, we were, uh, we were out to dinner one night, and, you know, things got heated from there. And I'd like to have that story. Um, Schmooze me, yeah, baby. Yeah. We were trying to come up with what you would call them. You know, like when uh, Jennifer Garner and Ben Affleck were married, it was Benifer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, and so somebody, uh, I want to give somebody credit here. Josh Smith, one of our listeners, came up with a good one to that would, if those two become a thing. T-dash. T-dash? Yeah. Isn't that good? Oh, because like, Dash you, is her yeah. chain store or whatever? Like right. And, you know, you just put the T in for Tom Brady and they would become T-dash. Like T-dash yeah. spotted at Nobu. You know, it would probably work. Mm. But uh, let's see if it's, they get spotted at Nobu. We actually should try to promote Scott's idea of, of Tom Brady and Oprah dating because then they could be Topra. now that's funny and if i I were to date kim kardashian maybe we could become the capdashians capdashian Hmm. or double k yeah um yeah you'd be kimplin i just think (laughs) this this will be i i mean it might break the internet if these two cock up all right let's pivot to the uh (laughs) let's pivot to the nba finals um sinano i'm like you sinano I think that Miami is going to make adjustments, and I, I have great respect for Miami, but Denver looked like a freight train last night. They didn't even play their best game. Michael Porter couldn't throw a shot in anywhere, and they won by double digits. Does this look like a boat race to you, or does do the Heat come back? No, I got to see. I mean, I'm not overreacting to one game. I've seen a lot of what game ones not look pretty, and then it's a series. So I, I'm not there yet. Um, here's what I'd say. If you would have told Eric Spolstra before the game that he was going to only allow 104 points, he probably thinks he's getting a win in game one. Sure. So I think their defense deserves some credit for their for what everybody would deem a off night for the Denver Nuggets. I, I think it just boiled down to them not hitting shots they've hit the entire postseason. I mean, there were so many wide-open looks. Um, I've never felt, well, I shouldn't say never, but I have rarely felt as bad for a professional athlete as I did Max Struess last night as he was shooting shots that looked like they were good off his hands and just did not go in. And it reminded just me of, of wide Ray Allen. open, too, George. Yeah. Wide yeah. open. It reminded me of Ray Allen in the 2010 finals, actually, a little bit, where he had one of those crazy games where he missed like a bunch of threes, too. I think he was over in that game. Um, yeah, it'll be the next game's not till Sunday night. And uh, so we've got a couple of days to sit and stew about it. Um, the other thing we kicked around today for a while, guys, is Adam Silver, I thought, 
stepped in it a little bit last night. I'm a big Adam Silver fan, but when he was asked about John Morant, he gave an almost two-minute answer about how they've been investigating him, they found some stuff, and that they're going to wait till after the finals to announce the verdict. I thought he would have been better, Cap, if he just would have said, um, yeah, we're working on that, and we'll have an announcement after the finals. Instead, now we've got all these reporters digging about what he found out and how long Morant's going to get. Um, how long do you think Moran is going to get? 50 games. I, George, I think he might get a year. Uh, I would say that it's probably – that a year is on the table if I had to guess. I mean, again, this is just me randomly speculating. But I, I, don't, I don't think it's off the table. Yeah. I, think, I think the NBA is going to make an example out of him. I think that knowing that he did it once and that he sat there with the commissioner and they suspended him for eight games – and you know he was able to come back and play in the playoffs, and then before you know it, he's doing it again. And because he's so young, and because he's so uh, such a a famous slash integral part of, I think the NBA's future, or at least they thought so. I think they got to really make a statement, and I think they're going to. Um, I do too. I think they're going to really throw the book at him. Uh, hey, so we played this earlier. I wanted to play it for you guys because, as you know, I always play sound during Super Crosstalk. Um, this is a girl named Annie Agar. She's um, really good on social media. She does a lot of really funny videos. She's got an idea, uh, Cappy, I'm particularly interested in getting your take on this, on how to revolutionize golf. All right, are you ready? Okay, I'm ready. Here we go. Guys, I'm out on the golf course, a couple drinks deep. Had a great thought, though, okay? Golf course should have bottle service, like at a club, right? Just have the cart person follow you around and just constantly have alcohol because... We're struggling to find some right now, to be completely honest with you. I just think that's a brilliant idea. I think it could be done quickly. Like in bachelor parties, would you not love to have your own personal bottle service on a golf course? The golf games would be interesting. Anyway, thought of the day. All right, Cap, what do you think? Bottle service on the golf course, would it work? Forget Cap, 100% it works. Yeah, not a terrible idea, really. A hundred percent. And guys are idiots, so they would all pay for it. You know, bottle service, the number one thing about bottle service, if you've ever had it, it's way overpriced. It's super too expensive. Yeah, you're paying three to five times the markup. At least. And uh, But Cap, would it work? Oh, yeah. First of all, if if you, if what this young lady was talking about, you know, if you have a party like that, you should have a cart person with a beer cart and an alcohol cart with you the whole time, if that's what you're trying to do. Yeah, that's what she's suggesting. Yeah, that you would now, have your own personal, basically, bartender that would be with you for all 18 holes. I wonder where she's playing at. Did she say where she was playing? Cause no. There are a lot of golf courses now that have what they call comfort stations. Yep. And I mean, About every four holes. Yeah, and there's they're stocked with everything. You're like, oh my God, I feel like there's so much stuff in here. I should put some in my golf bag and take it home with me. You know? Yeah, I think she's on to something, and I think people. The, the question you know, they do it at they do it at Top Golf, so why not on the golf course? Right, and Top Golf is super pricey, and people yeah. pay it. Yeah. So I I think that you know the the question with all these ideas is can you monetize them? Sure, of course. And in this case, you could. And, I know cart girls that make bank. Well, but here, here's the thing, John. You buy the bottles. Yeah. And worst case scenario. You're still serving them regardless. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like it's a it's a win win situation for the golf course because let's say you buy ten bottles of Grey Goose or whatever, right? Or ten bottles of Tequila Mandala, and you're gonna have people drink that alcohol anyway, in some way, shape, or form. It doesn't whether it's in a bottle service or just two ounces at a time. Yeah, that's true. I um I was gonna is Lindsay here today? 
Baseball. Yeah, she's on Comrex. I'm uh, here. Hey, Linz. So you you worked as like a waitress slash bartender when you were younger. Would I bar- mean I was a cart girl for like ten years. Okay, so go. what do you think of this idea? Would- I think that's already a thing because everywhere that I've worked, you had the option to like hire your own beverage cart. Like I definitely have worked golf outings where there is you know pretty much a, a golf or a beverage cart for like every other hole. And so, so you would basically marry yourself to one or two groups the whole time. Yep. Mm-hmm. Make yeah. a lot of money. I think she's on to something. What's the most? What's the biggest? Tip yeah, Linz, what could you course? charge for that? Like, what do you think? You know, guys are idiots. Guys are sheep, especially on the golf course. What? What? I mean, like the markup is crazy. Like the golf course I worked at in Ohio, we charged fifteen bucks for a six pack of Bud Light cans. Jesus so you just, Jesus. you know, every guy would hand you a twenty and tell you to keep the change. Hmm. Right. So I mean, I, you could. That's crazy that people paid. 15 bucks for a six pack right but they'll do it because you're in a mm-hmm. it's you know it's it's kind of like the same thing when you're at the movies and you you pay way too much money for everything on the golf course you've got them in a captive environment can't go anywhere yeah. right and, and you know and, and a lot of those cart girls look like Lindsay, so they you know these guys are all it's it's like Lindsay, it's like half flirting and half a tip right oh yeah for sure i mean there's there's a lot of creeps out there but Made a lot of money. I was going to say, by the 17th hole, that ratio of half and half tips a lot more to flirting, (laughs) I'm sure. (laughs) Yeah, it it, it probably does. All right, Dodgers-Yankees tonight, boys, at at Dodgers Stadium. I asked this question on our show earlier, so Sedano and Cap, if I told you for five years, the next five years from now until five years from now, you can own the Dodgers or the Yankees, which team would you take? Um. Both of them have a lot of young talent on the roster now. Right now, but um, I'm saying you get it all, George. You get you get the TV contracts, you get the concessions. No, I know, I know. Yeah. I mean, I would imagine the Yankees have a bigger TV contract, don't they? And they own the network. They own the Yes Network. Well, they own part of it. They don't right. own the whole thing anymore. But um, but they do own, which is more than the Dodgers do, I presume. But the right? Dodgers have the largest rights fee right. that, from Sportsnet LA. Uh, we, if this helps you make a decision, the Yankees, according to Forbes' net worth is about $7 billion. And the Dodgers is about four point two, so naturally the 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 base the the what the franchises are worth tips towards the Yankees, but that doesn't mean over the next five years that it couldn't you know switch or be competitive. And you get to live in California if you took the Dodgers. Oh right, I mean that that tips the scales already. Um, I I think that. But I do think that the Yankees are always just going to be worth more because they're the Yankees. They have right. the most championships. They have all that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't I don't see a day unless somebody has ends up having 27 or 28 championships or whatever it is um, where that scale tips that much. You know? Yeah. What cap? Who would you take? I'd probably take the Yankees. I mean, they got a brand new stadium also. Right. So that's uh, that's an asset that I'd like to have my my hands on. Um, yeah. Would well, you sell sided for it, though? Well, the question he is, would make can, sided I, part can of I eventually it. sell sided and, and you know buy a baseball team? I don't know that I'm going to buy a baseball team. Maybe like a single-A ball club in Lake Elsinore, perhaps. That's a great Why don't stadium. you buy a pickleball team in San Diego? Ooh, Rich you know Paul what? owns a pickleball team. You know what, George? You see, now you're on to something because now you have tremendous upside potential. With a pickleball team, like right now, it's a growth product. Right, cap. It is. right. Yeah. Like if you could have bought an MLS soccer team like five years ago, that would have been the time to do it. Now they're, they're you know, they're they're. A I fortune. mean, probably more than that, but yeah. But I get your point. Yes, that's why I get in on the ground floor on pickleball. Mm-hmm. Pickleball is uh, a good idea. All right, coming up next, Sedano and Cap. Lots of craziness, and they'll lead you into the weekend. <laughs> a reminder that on Monday, Michael Thompson Michael, uh, is going to fill in for Mace, and we're going to be live at a Lakers BB Go event. Which and scheduled to appear, 
Now, I, I, we're not making any promises, but scheduled to appear are James Worthy, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Robert Ory, and maybe Magic. And so whoever shows up, we'll put them on the radio. That'll be Monday. Uh, Brian, thank you very much for doing sure, this. Sure, fun. Uh, so now we cap next, ESPN LA. Yeah, yeah, come on. Ba-da-bum. Bing, ba-da-bing. Do, ba-da-bop, ba-da-bop, pick-a-doom, ba-da-bum. That is hot. Yeah, Cap, you should have come with us yesterday. Yeah, should have, shouldn't I have? I was, you know, I, I was in the studio on Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah. Then I planned to be back in L.A. Live this afternoon because tonight I was going to go see my friend's band, the Foos Fighters, play at the Whiskey. Oh, yeah, yeah. But these guys don't come on till 11.30 tonight. Oh, so there's no point in you being in L.A. that long. Dude, I can't, I can't freaking go to a show at 11.30 at oh, night. Oh, you're not even going to go now. George, come on, that, listen. Even for me, that's that's kind of, I mean, 11.30. Que viejo. I mean, dude, you play till 1 o'clock in the morning. I'm not going to get back till 2, 3. Why did you just get a hotel? Well, I was going to do that. <laughs> but, then I, but then I realized that today is my daughter's last day of the school year. Okay. And I was like, I got to be around. You can't be, you know, Friday night, last day of school, school's out for the summer, the whole thing. I got to be around, you know? Why do you got to be around? What does she care if you're around? Well, it's not about her caring. It's about me caring. Oh, I feel okay. like that's that's the type of thing that they make teen movies about. It's like parties on those nights. On right. Yeah. Tonight. Right. Yeah. Oh, so you want to be home so she doesn't have a party? Well, not just that she doesn't have a party at my house. So Nick the about. Stick doesn't come over? Oh, Nick the mm. Stick's probably going to come over True. for sure. Yeah. By the way, uh, Nick the Stick still active. Uh, other daughter's boyfriend, Mitch the... Well, he's, he's gone. gone. Mm-hmm. He's gone. Yeah. He already, we already well, there you go. That's why he didn't get a nickname. So they, yeah, right. right. Well, I mean, we know what rhymes with Mitch. Yeah. Yep. So anyway, apparently your daughter thought so, too. Right. That's right. She got rid of him. She threw him back. You're just, such a good dad, Cappy. Yeah, you think so? You and Bergman, because he just told me he passed on Dodger Yankee tickets sitting behind the dugout to go hang out with his daughter. I'm like, you guys are so good. This is why I can't have kids. Well, that would have been like, yeah. bleep, y'all. I'm Bergman, Bergman <laughs> also does. I don't believe he's got his daughter every week. Too, I know. So every weekend, but still, so there's that. you know, Cappy sees his daughter all the time. He just does, he's just worried about something nefarious. Uh, yeah, I don't I, I don't want I don't need a party happening in this house. I don't need her out and about. And, you know, all of a sudden she calls me. She goes, hey, dad, I need you. And I'm like, well, I'm at the Foos Fighters at the Whiskey. You right. know what I'm saying? Mm, yeah. you know, I, I don't think be she av- want to be around you tonight. I'm just saying. No, she don't want to be around me. I'm just saying mm. I got to be available just in case. You know what gotcha. I mean? Gotcha. Gotcha. Mm. Well, you should have been available to us to watch basketball yesterday. Yeah. As Chris said, maybe you would have picked up a couple things. I didn't need to pick up much, George. I really didn't need to pick up much. Um, listen, we talked about this yesterday. Jokic right now is playing at a level both as a scorer but more so as a facilitator and as a passer and as a setup guy. I mean, what was the number last night? He didn't take a shot, and he'd already had, was it seven assists in the game? Mm -hmm. Something crazy like that, right? So I I didn't really feel like I needed to learn a whole lot yesterday. I mean, Jimmy Butler scores 13 points. The Heat aren't going to win on the road. And I kind of figured it was going to look like the first half of the first game of the Lakers series where – Miami starts the game and they're like, oh, oh, I didn't realize it was quite like this with the air and the altitude and I can't. Yeah, but I don't think the air and the altitude factored in at all yesterday, to be honest with you. Well, when you're missing shot after shot after shot. No, but it's not like they were shooting them short. I mean, they were online. They just rattled in and out or, you know, it just that had nothing to do with. Look, I'm with um, was it Barkley yesterday in the postgame who talked about like. 
you know, for all this talk about altitude, and I, I get it because they haven't had good enough teams, but he's like, you'd think they'd at least have one banner around totally this place. Fair. <laughs> T- totally fair. I mean, you listen, know, like, if, if and I didn't see anybody. Honestly, if anyone was huffing and puffing yesterday, it was Jokic, and he was still killing them. Look, all I'm saying is this: in Game One, what I saw the Lakers that night versus Game for, versus the second half. Different of game series, one, though. Different teams. Well, I'm just saying the circumstances are the same. You have a team nah. that is coming. Nah. George, all, different listen. different teams built differently. Okay, different, but, but I'm not different talking age about. brackets, different ta- everything. No, There's not the same. About. I'm talking about a team that is not accustomed and their bodies are not used nah. to the altitude. I'm, okay, I mean you, you don't listen. It. You don't buy it. That's totally. Cool. I don't. I don't buy it. With I've seen it with other teams. I'm just telling you. Yesterday they didn't look tired on the floor. Like you it's can see a, that stuff. When I was in Denver with the Lakers, I could see guys putting their hands on their knees. That wasn't what we saw yesterday. Well, listen, I'm not uh, here to tell you whether or not guys are they in great cardio. They and Jokic was awesome. That's it. End that, of story. That's it. But it's but it's not just Jokic. It, it's it's everybody on his team. Right, did but Jokic see? is they're they're great because Jokic is great. Right, but did anybody see Aaron Gordon having the kind of offensive night that he had last night? I told you before the game what Ty Lue told me about Aaron Gordon. Okay, all right. So Do one you remember? I, I remember you mentioning it yesterday. What did I say, Cappy? Do you even listen to me? You want me to regurgitate it specifically? You know what? what you you said? and I are going to go on the Big D show. Because you don't D listen show? to me. What's the Big D show? The Costa Rica oh, the, oh, the show. The show. Divorce show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I heard what you said yesterday about Ty Lue. You know, you're like, hey, Ty Lue told me this about Gordon, blah, blah, blah. Right. But but what, am I supposed to expect him to score like the first eight points or whatever he, it was? He's what he said. He's like, if that guy goes off, you're screwed. He's killed us a bunch of times. All right, well, listen, you may have said it, and I didn't take too much into it. And, uh, you know what? Did. Book the tickets to Costa Rica. That's it. We're going, huh? The Big D you Show. You should have listened to me. But you realize that you and I have to stay in the same room while we have to try and sleep with other people's spouses. Yeah, I mean, what's so hard about that? Well, I don't know. I mean, I'm not really sure. <laughs> not not going to state the obvious here. There's a joke to be made. <laughs> the Big D Show. What's so hard about that? I mean, listen, Cappy. I just think that, you know, Denver's the better team. No one's disputing that. But it's like, you know, I just this altitude stuff. Enough with this already. Well, forget about it. Forget about that for a second. Who cares? It doesn't matter. I mean, the bottom line is the bottom line, which is Denver came out. They had a big lead at halftime. They continue to have a big lead by the end of the third quarter. The Heat come battling back, get it down to 10 points or 9 points, and then Denver, just like that, turns it back into 16 points and 18 points. And as much as Miami, you know, worked hard and tried to come back and they changed some things defensively in the fourth quarter that maybe even, you know, helped uh, slow Denver down a little bit. Denver is better. You know, I, yeah. I, I love the heat. I love the story of the heart. I love the story of the culture. I love Jimmy Butler. I, I love it all. But they're, they've come up against a better team. Uh, they are playing a better team, but they've played a better team almost every series except the Knicks one. So okay. well, that's why is... I'm. That's why after one game, I'm not. I'm not ruling it out. By the way, the bottom line is the bottom line. Is that that's the bottom line? Just so you know, I was just going to say, is the bottom line ever the top line? No, the bottom line is usually down closer to the bottom. Okay, just generally speaking, I, I mean, that to me was the biggest pearl of wisdom I've heard all day oh, today. Dude, on the I mean, this is like who was it last week that had a press conference and they? Oh, it was D'Angelo Russell. He's like, it was what it was. I love phrases like that. Yeah, you know. As I mean, opposed I, to it was what it wasn't was. Or, right. I mean, don't present tense it for me with it is what it is. 
you're going past tense on it was what it was. I'm double yeah. bottom lining. Yeah. Now let me ask you a question because Barkley in the I loved I didn't realize that Shaq and, and, and Chuck were going to be on the postgame on NBA TV uh with Grant Hill. And I immediately when I realized that, I'm like, oh, I gotta watch that when I get home. So because they re-air it like six thousand times. Um and God, they were so funny yesterday. They were really I was impressed. Like, no offense. Uh, you know, I feel like it, it needs to be the threesome or the foursome actually with Ernie and, and Kenny. But those two were, I mean, Charles was cooking yesterday. Do you hear what Charles said about people who FaceTime? Um, this is a very popular uh, topic. I mean, I, I know a lot of guys have these discussions. Go ahead. Yeah, let me hear what Charles Barkley said about FaceTime. I cannot wait to play you the market. You be sending me videos of your swing. Be FaceTime me. You know dudes don't FaceTime each other. That's inappropriate. <laughs> really? Dudes don't FaceTime each That's other, right? man. Dudes don't FaceTime each other. All right, Chuck. Okay, I'm just telling you. That's well, right. it, Grand Hill FaceTimed him apparently from the golf course, and, that, and that's what he said. Now, you, you hear Shaq kind of okay, like, all right, Chuck. Chuck. Like, you know, like. All right, all right Chuck. I, I bet right? you Shaq FaceTimes a lot because he wants to be funny and make the funny faces at you. You know what hey, I mean? Hey, Chuck. Hey, Chuck. How about that time I FaceTime you, dog? You know what I'm saying? Hey, Chuck. Chuck, how about that time I FaceTime you? Yeah, yeah dude. Guys don't FaceTime other guys. What are you talking about? We FaceTimed yes, a bunch do. of people during Crosstalk just a couple weeks ago. No, no, no. That is you who all of a sudden organically came up with this idea of let's just FaceTime people. But generally speaking, George, if I'm going to call my buddy Alex, I call him. I don't FaceTime him. You're right, Cap. I'm with you on this. No, you know the Gen Z, like they only FaceTime. They don't call. They FaceTime. They're weird. I'm FaceTiming you now. Wait a second. <laughs> Me and George are now officially FaceTiming each other. Exactly. So now what? I thought dudes couldn't FaceTime. <laughs> I'm holding the phone so close to my face that all you're seeing is my forehead. Exactly. Your forehead is pretty big. Look at this. Why are we FaceTiming each other? Well, because you said dudes couldn't FaceTime each other. So I no, 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 no. No, no, not that they can't FaceTime each other. They don't FaceTime each other. Okay, well, you and I just did. No, no, you did. Take that, Chuck. You're the FaceTimer. Okay, I have no problem saying that. We That's how we got people on the show. We got Zach Harper. We got Mike Trudell. We got some other people, I would imagine. I just can't remember at the moment. The double audio sounds great. I am having this really weird moment where I'm hearing you through my phone, but I'm also hearing you through my headphones. Yeah, me too. Yeah, you should you should FaceTime uh, Shaq or Charles Barkley. <laughs> I said. should I should FaceTime Charles Barkley. Oh my god, like, that, would yeah, that would be yes. funny. That would be hilarious, actually. Do it and just and if he answers, Give it a try. Yeah. If he answers, if he answers, go like this. Go, yo, man. I thought you said dudes don't FaceTime yes. each other. That's <laughs> what you do. It. And then hang up on him. Come on, <laughs> come on, George, it. right now. Do it. You know he'll answer. You should I, do it. What's up, Sedano? I'll try him in the next segment. How about that? Okay. Yeah. Wait it out, everybody. Let's see if George will FaceTime Barkley. And if Barkley answers, you have to immediately give him a ton of crap that dudes don't FaceTime dudes. Okay. I think but he'd that, go for But it. then he would say what you just said, which is I FaceTimed him. He didn't right. FaceTime He'd be like, me. I'm not the FaceTimer. You're the FaceTimer. Yeah. Coming up next, something that was very sad to me as I watched the game and had nothing to do with the play on the floor. Hot, hot stuff. Yeah. I want some hot, hot stuff, stuff, baby, tonight. Come on, Donna. I want some hot stuff, baby, to be there. Yeah. All right, you want me to call Charles Barkley? Yes. I want you to FaceTime Charles I'm Barkley. I'm going to FaceTime him right now. 
There's a difference between mm-hmm. calling and FaceTime. All right, lower the music. I'll, I'm going to try. See if he picks up. Be- what's up, Chuck? Oh. Hey, Chuck, what's up, Chuck? Oh, what was that? I don't know what that was. <laughs> I think that was my computer. Oh, I was like, Cap, what did you do? I muted it. I'm sorry. What's totally up, Chuck? Me. Hey, Chuck. All right, here he is, Sedano, FaceTiming Charles Barkley. Barkley says, dudes, don't FaceTime each other. Will he answer? Man, I'm not answering George Sedano. Dudes, don't FaceTime each other. He ain't answering. No. No. Didn't answer. See? And you know why, George? Because dudes, dudes don't FaceTime, don't FaceTime each, other. each other. That's right. I'll wait to see. I'll wait to see if he sends me a text that just right. says that. Right. He's going to send you a text that says, man, what you, what you, why are you FaceTiming me? What do you need? <laughs> don't you know, dudes? Well, don't face give it a shot. So that, He's got to know it's coming, right? Like I'm I sure you're not the only that. one to do that, right? He's probably yes. turned off his phone, to be honest with you. <laughs> if I were him, because I bet you everybody he knows is FaceTiming him now. I was thinking we the, the same first people thing. to think of that, yep. for sure. All his friends are like, dude, let me show you. It's yeah. literally been like 20 hours since. I would imagine he's probably got 2,000 FaceTime <laughs> calls today. That's um, Real quick. Um, Charles actually had some, something else that was funny. Um, you said that was funny. It was about uh, the news that broke while we were on. I don't know if we were on the air or what happened, but I guess Shannon Sharp is leaving Fox Sports. And yeah, I, um, I read that. Did you? Uh, you think that that's all because of what happened during the football season when when there was that whole Demar Hamlin thing? Yeah, I bet that. I don't know if that was the the impetus. Uh, it might have been like the cherry on top. I would imagine if you're going to get the divorce. Speaking of uh, the Big D. Uh, you know, I would imagine there's multiple things. Um, but I read today also that Shannon Sharp was bought out by Fox. So it's not like hey, well, he guys, asked for a buyout, I believe. Yeah, but right. hey, guys, I don't like working with this guy anymore. I feel like it's it's kind of the stain is on me. I want out of here. And they're like, no, you have a contract. And he's like, you know, buy me out. So I guess maybe they wanted him out, too. Yeah, I don't know the details of that, nor do I care about them, to be honest with you. I just want to get to Charles talking about it because I thought it was really funny yesterday. Oh, I Can wanted to get to that? the sweater that Shannon was wearing at the game that yeah. night. Let, you know? So Barkley made like a, a snide comment about it during the postgame yesterday on NBA TV. You know, I don't do social media, so I get all my information off Bleacher Report. Uh-huh. I read an article today. You read something? I did. Okay. If you work with a damn idiot, they'll buy you out. So, <laughs> if you, I'm saying, I read Chuck, it. I Chuck, saw it. Chuck, Chuck, I'm just saying. I, <laughs> I'm telling you, Shaq, Shaq, it's not you. It's not you. It's not you. It's not Ernie. It's Kenny. But apparently, if you work with a damn idiot, yeah. they'll buy you out. Okay. So I just want y'all to know, I'm open to the buyout. <laughs> the company can't afford the buyout. Um, I didn't know it was that easy. I. I've, I've never had a buyout. You hear about them from time to time. Yeah. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't. No, know. I saw it on Bleacher Report. It's got to be true. Got to be true. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the other voice in there? Matt Weiner is hosting the. Matt uh, Weiner? He hosts the the stuff at the end of the yeah. year. Yeah, dude, that's funny, man. That is really funny. I, George, I'm kind of into like the whole sports media nerd thing. You so know, I no, I like. I'm interested in stuff. I mean, like you this. literally wanted us to go to Radio Row. Of course, you are. You know, I'm I'm curious about stuff like this. So when when Shannon Sharp is going to leave a show like that, um, I mean, making big money, he's on national TV every day. I don't know, maybe he's got something else cooking. But I mean, he's got a podcast that already has like 1.2 million something uh, like Club Shay Shay. I love the Club yeah. Shay Shay podcast. He cracks yeah. me up. 
So, I mean, he could probably sell that for plenty of money. You know what I mean? Like wants out. The guy's like, get me away from Bayless. I'm out of Stephen this. Stephen A, actually, uh, somebody in the community posted that Stephen A on his podcast uh, reached out to him and says, you know, you can, you're welcome on first take. Yeah, I thought I uh, – oh, and I also saw it was Pat McAfee who said that uh, ESPN should hurry up and scoop up a guy like Shannon Sharp, you know, and put him on TV at ESPN. Well, we'll see. Yeah, well, maybe Stephen A – I mean, Shannon was on first take. Um he would be one of the fill-ins back in the day. That's how him and Skip got to know each other. Yeah. But anyway, hmm. um, I, I thought that was that was just funny because Charles just trying to be like coy about it without actually because he doesn't like Skip Bayless. So he doesn't want to bring up his name, but he mm-hmm. just mentions it that way because everyone knew what he was talking about. So hmm. um, now I was sad, not by the play on the floor, Cappy, but I was sad by the celebrity sightings at the. <laughs> Denver game yesterday. Why? Which like, like, like when which your biggest celebrity is Ken Jong, who's great. Don't get me wrong, but if that's your Jack Nicholson, I was like, really? I didn't even know he was from Denver. To be well, honest with you, when I saw a headline about what, what's the dude's name, Ken? Is it Ken Jong? Ken Jong, yeah, yeah. Who's very funny? He's great. I, I did not know who Ken Jong was. Like I honestly thought it was the guy who was the um, who was the uh, guy from Jeopardy, who was the really good Jeopardy player. What's that guy's name? And then he became the host. Yeah, Ken something or other. I guess. Isn't it yeah. Ken something or other? Right? Mm-hmm. Like, is yeah, it Ken yeah. something with a J? Something with a J and an Ken N? Jennings? Like, yes, Jennings? Oh, Ken Jennings. Okay. Yes, Ken Jennings. Ken Ken Jong. When I saw a headline, Ken Jong, Denver Nuggets, blah blah blah, celebrity host. I'm like, wait, the guy from Jeopardy? And then I clicked on the article and I was like, oh, the guy from The Hangover. Okay, that guy. Yeah, he's also but, on one of those big. He's on The Mass Singer, which is a pretty popular show. I only know him I, from The Hangover. I like wouldn't know be. The Masked Singer. I haven't seen a show but, on network television other than NFL football or NBA well, basketball. people love those reality game, uh, reality shows. So, I think I mean, you're right. You know, I mean, America's, America's Got, got Talent. talent. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Masked Singer. That's, you know, right. I mean, that. listen, I think American Idol is still on, isn't it? It is yep. on ABC. And then what's the one with the uh, – where it was – the singers. Well, anyway, can I can I just finish my guy? point about about before you go down this rabbit hole of other you know singing shows or okay, something? Okay, go ahead. Network shows. singing shows. Go ahead. Yes. Um. It, to me, it was like, wow, he's hilarious. And then I'm like, wow, but that's the guy. Like, that's your Jack Nicholson. Like, come on. Like in in the in NBA Finals history, I'm trying to think of like, well, I guess because even San Antonio had uh, what was her name that was on the. Um, that Desperate Housewives show that was married to Tony Parker. Um, oh, uh, uh, what's her name? She's got the CNN show where she's finding e- Mexico. What's her oh, name? Eva Longoria? Yes. Eva Longoria. Eva Longoria. Right, Longoria. Yeah. Like right. she was at the time when she was, you know, married to Tony Parker and yeah, she, she was, was the big celebrity. Right. She was the hottest thing in America. Yeah, at the she time. was very hot. Desperate yeah. Housewives was hot. Right. It was a show that, that everybody was, was Not watching. Desperate Housewives. Not Desperate Housewives. What was it? Yeah, it was no, Desperate Housewives. Desperate Housewives. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's where she started. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, she was in movies and stuff too. But. But yeah, like so, I was like, even San, Ant- even little old San Antonio, you know what I mean, had uh, a a big time celebrity at the t- at the time. I mean, they had Peyton Manning there, who's cool, right? Like Peyton Manning's cool. But when you think of Peyton Manning, I know he lives there, but like, do you do you think Denver no. Broncos? No, no, no. I, th- I mean, I think Indianapolis Colts way before First, Denver Broncos. hundred yeah. percent, right. right? Plus, do like yeah. other sports, like you know, famous athletes, does that really count? Well, right. I mean, no. Like, like I Russell don't, right. Wilson is there. He, there's yeah, and, and that Russell that Wilson. also. That yeah, also that turned count. me because, as Lindsay wrote in the um, in the uh, rundown, what did you call him? Corny I, Russ. Yeah, Corny Russ. Yeah. <laughs> That's a cappy. I cappy. mean, oh, it was you who wrote that? <laughs> yeah, I write that. Corny Russ. <laughs> Russell Wilson. I used to love Russell Wilson. 
Russell Wilson, the Seattle Seahawks quarterback, five years ago. God, I used to love that. You know guy. why? You know why you loved him then? Tell me. Because you thought it was real. Well, his yeah, personality. Yeah, I didn't really know. He at this point he wasn't married to Ciara. You know, is that her you name? Didn't real, you didn't realize that he he's a little. Um, he's just corny. There's an act right going on there. Right, and then you know Richard Sherman tried to air him out as as he was on his way out. You know. But, um, yeah, like, when you see Russell Wilson sitting front row, like, he's, like, the celebrated star quarterback of the Broncos. And I'm like, wow, it's a lot of accommodation for a guy who went, like, you know, 4-13 and 13 last year. Yeah. But yet, I, I, I can't think of anybody that I know that would be considered, like, a very famous person from Denver. Who is the most famous person from Denver? I mean, John El- it's not John Elway. He's not from Denver. He's actually from the Valley. No, no, but, but but John Elway is associated with Denver. Put it that right, way. Right, he is. But, I mean, you know, he's Granada Hill's own, you know? No, I get it. But, um, I mean, well, Adam Sandler. It's Ken Jong. Like, yeah, that's Adam who it Sandler is. Adam is not L.A., but Adam Sandler lives in L.A. You know, Adam Sandler has become a movie star, so he is now part of the L.A. Uh, scene. Tim Allen is apparently from Denver. Okay, Tim Allen. So is Christian Cavallari. Christian okay. Cavallari. Morales loves her. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Dog Phillips. the Bounty Hunter. Yeah. I love Dog the Bounty Hunter. Yeah, he's famous. He's more famous than any of those people. Is he still around? Yeah. What do you mean? Is he alive? Yes, he's alive. He's alive and well. Is he really? Yes, hunting he's, bounties. Does he still have a show? Is he still hunting bounties? Yeah. I thought he got into some trouble. No, he recently, I mean, remember the Brian Laundry, uh, Gabby Petito case? Like, he was, like, all in on that. He's definitely still around. Definitely uh, still. Mm. As far yeah, as so if Tim I remember Allen, the case, no, I don't. Yeah, okay. Tim Allen, Kristen Cavallari. Um, India Irie. There you go. There's a nah. singer, famous singer. You don't know who that is? No, but none of these people She's are amazing. Like, your point about Jack Nicholson. You know, there's Jack and there's uh, you know, there's Sandler and yeah. there's, you know, all these famous people. You know, there's Bad Bunny hanging out over there and there's Michael B. Jordan hanging out over there. Right. And here comes Kim Kardashian walking in with her crew. Okay, fine. Yeah. And you go to Denver and you're like, there's Corny Russ. Yeah, and then you're going to go to Miami, and it's going to be like Shakira and Pitbull, and like a more famous people will be there because it's Miami. It's, you know, it's like, you know, LA, New York, Miami. They're going to want to, the pretty people are there. You know what I mean? Like, it's going to be different. Pam Greer, by the way, from uh, Denver. Okay. All right. I, st- I still think Dog the Bounty Hunter is the famous of yeah, so No, George, he's you, not the most George, famous. He's not more famous than Tim sad, Allen. You, you, you find this Nowadays. No, Tim Allen is still, he's like, uh, what's his face in Toy Story movies? Um, oh, you're right, you're yeah, right. he is. Buzz but Lightyear. I'm just, as far as like recognizing them, I feel like, you know, like a camera recognizing them, I don't know, I guess they're, they're, they're to me, I feel like they're neck and neck. But you're no. sad for Denver. Neck you're and sad, neck, dog, you know? the bounty hunter and Tim Allen? I just feel like, because he's just so like, you know, he's <laughs> no, just, girl. no, Stay I'm down. not saying Stay he's famous, like, I think he's famous, <laughs> I'm just saying like, look, looks wise, he stands out in a crowd, that's why well, a lot of people know who he is. He stands out in a crowd, I don't he's think there's spectacle. any question dog about that, spectacle. I will give you that. Yes, he's a spectacle, that's what that's I mean, right. you know. Right, that's but yeah, no, I mean, I get that, yes, that I will concede, but the not more famous, even today, no chance. But you find this all to be very sad, do you, George, that... I mean, it's just like, it's when you think about like, like celebrities at these finals games, like you think of a lot of different people. And um, that's, that's, I mean, it's the first time they've been there, right? So I guess there's just not a lot of people that, that can be there. Um, well, because there's rest not a lot in of, peace to John Denver, who should be a lot there of right Denver now, people representing John Denver. Denver yes. You know, I mean, it's been a uh, long You know time. who also is in Denver? Our buddy Om Young Masuk, who's covering this series. So he's going to join us. We'll chat with him about this series next. Oh, what a great song. Great song. Did Chris say in that rejoin 
that he had a fling with his dental hygienist? Yeah, that's what he said. Never his dentist, but with the hygienist. Right. That's hot. I mean, sure. Been there. Okay, good for you. Gotta be careful with this song and cap, just saying. Mm. Okay. It's a great song. Mm-hmm. Um, you know who's also great is Om Young Masuku joins us here, covering the series on the Denver side for ESPN. I saw him all over TV today. He was at the Red Rocks, I believe, or wherever the hell they called that place. Um, but more importantly, before we get to all your um, your shenanigans out on the uh, street, you were like the man on the street today in Denver, I felt like. But before... Uh- before we no, get to I that, say, yeah, I just I just got back, literally just walked back in my hotel room from Red Rocks. Wow. All right. Well, thank you for doing that and jumping on this stupid show that we're that we do every day. <laughs> um, but I felt sad yesterday and it had nothing to do with anything on the basketball floor. We were just talking about this celebrity row at the Denver Nuggets game. Not great. Like, don't you know, do I, it, George. Don't do it. I love Ken Jong. I love him. But he can't be your Jack Nicholson. He can't be. Well, I think their Jack Nicholson actually are the uh, writers to uh, South Park. Oh, oh, Trey and uh, Matt Stone. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's their long time. Okay, uh, that's better. Celebrities, I believe, but not super uh, recognizable. Think, you know what I mean? They're, maybe their maybe their Ken Jong is their Eddie Murphy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. Come on now. Uh, listen, I will not stand for any disrespect for Uncle Ken. That I, I am no. friends with Uncle Ken, so like okay. I like Ken a lot. I, I, and he's I get a great it. Guy. I get it. And listen, I, I love Ken Jong. I started this on the front end. But if he's your Jack, or I guess maybe not your Jack, your Eddie Murphy or whatever, like if he's one of your top celebrities, you don't have a great celebrity crowd. Well, like we we were talking about this. Like if Russell Wilson is in your top three, that's not a great celebrity crowd. Yeah, it's like it was like Sean Payton, Russell Wilson. I think Peyton Manning was there. Yeah, Peyton Manning. Bunch of yeah. Broncos. But I mean, yeah, and then, then they love their hockey players. I mean, anytime they show an oh, Avalanche yeah. player on on the big screen, was Patrick Waugh there? I didn't see him. I did not see him on the big screen. But yeah, I mean, look, it's not. <laughs> I mean, come on, George. You, you know, you're used to J Lo on uh, courtside. Okay, I mean, like I remember when I I'll never forget it. Like. Uh, when I was there for all the Knicks Heat battles early on in the late 90s, and I once was walking around the corner, and there was J-Lo in all white. And this is like 1999 J-Lo. And I was just like, Ooh. wow, j That's like Diddy. But, Diddy you know, J-Lo, right? Yeah, yeah, puffy J-Lo, yeah. yeah. And, um, and like, yeah, the, but the crowd in Miami, yeah, it's like, you know, DJ College there. It's going to be everybody that's going to be there. Yeah, Pitbull, uh, Denver, yeah, famous people. I, I got to tell you, though, I was very impressed with the crowd. Like, it was loud. Oh, no, they're really good. No, 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 no. The cr- their crowd crowd is good. I'm just lamenting the celebrity stuff to be a jerk. But their crowd is incredible. Their fans are, are so pumped all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, plus um, they had the T-shirts yesterday, Ohm. The T-shirts that said, "George, did you do you know the the playoff slogan?" Did it say, "Bring it on"? Bring it in. Yeah. Bring it in. Bring oh. it in. Bring it oh, in. that's your I, move, Captain. That's my favorite one where I tell everybody, "Ohm, I go, yo, come here, come here, bring it in. Let's go, hug it bring out it. with me. Bring it in." <laughs> and Denver's taking that slogan. 
You know, I thought your new slogan was going to be Air, uh, Black Air Force One Energy. I thought, oh, that, I thought we were working on that. Oh. Cappy, you should put that on a T-shirt. You have you have a merch shop. Are you mad that Denver put that, put your bring it in, your saying on a T-shirt? <laughs> I'm not mad. I feel really validated by oh, it. Oh, okay. Oh, listen, speaking of Black Air Force Ones, I'm not going to say much, but I am going to say this. Just wait until next Saturday night at the Mandy's. And check me out. That's all I'm saying. Oh, the Manny's is a big deal. Yeah. yeah. It's our own award I mean, show this, to, this to is, award ourselves awards. Sending, yeah. This is you sending a certain aura and energy the minute you walk in. If you're yeah. wearing black Air Force Ones to the entire crowd. I mean, it's going to be like people are going to be like, oh, he, he means business. He's not messing around. Oh, yeah. I'm going to tweet you next Saturday night <laughs> what I do. With these black Air Force Ones and my friend, I'm telling you right now, you're gonna be. I'm gonna blow your mind. I can't wait. Just plan on having wait. your mind blown. Okay. Yeah. But why yeah. do I feel like George is right there rolling his eyes? He is. I, I am totally rolling. Oh, my he eyes. is. There's no question about it. One hundred percent. A thousand. But it's so how you know the fact that you both know me so well is fantastic. I love. Well, it. hey, Ohm, Listen. Um. So earlier today, George and I are talking, and I'm like, Yo, we got to get Ohm on the show. You know. I he mean, did. He yeah. did. Because, oh, I was recording the Cappy cast earlier today, but I'm watching yeah. ESPN, and I'm seeing you and Nick, uh, and you guys are doing this report from Red Rocks, like George just mentioned. But I don't have the volume up on my TV, and I'm like, I don't know why those guys are there, and it kind of looks like they're setting up a big concert behind them. But, damn, that's great yeah. TV, and I can't hear a word of what you guys are saying. What were you guys doing <laughs> earlier today? Okay, so we decided it was an off day, and, and, and in the past, when you have an off day during the finals or, you know, conference finals, and you're in a certain city, sometimes, it's, you know, our producers will want to have fun and uh, go out and basically, like, I think in Miami one time, Bon Temps and Fridell, correct me if I'm wrong, George, I think they went to Calle Ocho or something like that yeah. in Miami. Yeah. And, uh, of course, Fidel fit right in. Uh, Bontemps, you know, not so much. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, but you, you know, Bontemps looked a little stiff and like a fish out of water. But today we were like, oh, let's go to Red Rocks. And, you know, they basically were like, well, how do we dress? And, and Fidel was running out of clothes. He's been on the road now for three weeks. I think three, almost all of his clothes was at a laundromat, which, don't get me started, I told him, Go get your laundry done by the hotel. Right. But no, he actually walked to a laundromat and did his laundry. Uh, it's a whole nightmare. But oh, so he, I was he's like, a lot I nicer this. than me because I definitely, yeah. in those scenarios, when I'm at Summer League for a week or two, I'm like, yep, hotel, here's the laundry. You do right. it. Right. And I'm the cheapest yeah, guy yeah. alive, and he might just have outdone me. <laughs> no, I mean, no, he didn't just outdo you. He, this was his second laundromat. I, look wow. at me. I'm, I'm, spilling, I'm spilling the laundry uh, literally figuratively on Fredell, he, he went to two laundromats, okay? And this laundromat that he did, today I took him to go pick up his first wave of laundry because they got his dry cleaning done today. Tomorrow's actual laundry, and they close at 4 o'clock, and I think we're going to be at practice until like 3.30. He's going to have to get his butt out of that arena fast in order to get his clothes because they're closed on Sunday. Right, so you're saying Nick Friedel could be covering the game in naked or in his underwear is what you're saying for game two. <laughs> he might, he might have to do a little shopping, but like, yeah, I mean, like he, he. I told him, I was like, why didn't you just have the hotel do it and they deliver it right to your room? I yeah. get it, it's it's a pain to basically fill out that sheet item by item by item, but I mean, like the company is going to reimburse you. You've been on right. the road now for yeah. four weeks. Because he initially looked for, you know how some hotels have like a washer dryer in the hotel, yeah. a laundry room, but they didn't have it at his hotel. So no. 
anyways, yeah, so we, we that's what we do. But anyways, we were at Red Rocks, and there was a concert, uh, like a soundstage practice thing going on behind us. And so what you might have saw at one point, because Matt Berry and Sage were making fun of us, right. prior to us going on live, Nick started dancing to, they, they were doing a, a speaker test, and they played like The weekend, And... And then Nick and I both, you know, we love old school R&B and Keith Sweat's in concert here tonight. So Nick wants to go see Keith Sweat. Somehow that came up and then we were singing Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> yeah. So they took that clip and they threw that in the middle there. But we, we also were like trying to have fun with the whole thing. And I also said, hey, look, I also got a text from the strength and conditioning coach for the Denver Nuggets. I have the Jokic Red Rocks workout. And I said, I'm going to run Nick Friedle through this, which basically is 195 steps at this amphitheater where they run and the altitude is like over 6,000 feet to expand your lungs. And I said, the only rest you get is on your way down. Are you ready to do it, Nick? And Nick said, yeah, as long as a cheeseburger is involved somewhere in that workout. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it was quality TV, Ohm, and uh, glad we were able to connect with you today because it really looked great. I didn't hear a word you said. But it looked like awesome TV. <laughs> and way to break up the Thank monotony, you. if you will, of just, you know, standard coverage of an NBA Finals. Yeah, and that's what we're here for. You know, Nick and I, we're, we're both guys that are down for anything to have fun. And uh, we both have personality. And it, it was actually a fun day. To, I mean, I actually texted another member of the media and I said, I, I can't believe I was on SportsCenter all day wearing a Roger, Roger Federer jacket. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> normally you're in like a, you know, suit and, suit and tie and a jacket and a, and a dress shirt. But... Uh, it was a lot of fun today. Cool. Um, Om, let me ask you at least one question about the game. Um, so I have never seen – like, okay, here's how I'll put it. If I would have told Eric Spolstra before the game, hey, you're going to hold them to 104 points, what do you think he thinks his answer, the answer to that is? Uh, I think he would have taken that, and I think he would have taken knowing that Jokic only took five shots through three quarters. It definitely crossed my mind about that during the game, right? Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, I thought they did a nice job defensively as for as much grief as they've gotten. I mean, that's a team averaging 123 points a game. Uh, the problem is they can clearly still be better. Um, but I, I I just think that that game, two more th- two threes go down by Max Struess or Caleb uh, Martin who missed a bazillion shots. And I think we got a, we got a, a competitive game. I don't think so. I think you're crazy. Uh, well, how about we ask Ohm, you Mr. Crazy? I think from the other end, this is what worried me a little bit about what happened in the start of the game. But I was like, oh, they're going to Aaron Gordon. Right. And Aaron Gordon is bullying these guys inside. Aaron Gordon has been the forgotten man in the Denver offense ever since he got here from Orlando. I mean, last year in the playoffs, Draymond Green and Klay Thompson were so in Aaron Gordon's head that he was shelled and swarmed himself. But now, granted, he's not the number two option for the Nuggets. And they didn't have Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. He had to be in that series. But I was like, what is going on here? And I was like, he's kind of taking it to them. And I thought it was like a, a, a shot to the mouth to the Heat early on that almost like the Heat wasn't expecting. I was a little surprised by that. And then it's like, okay, you now switch Jimmy Butler onto Aaron Gordon to kind of take that away. Good job. But now all of a sudden it's like Jamal Murray's starting to get loose and score. Okay, now we got to like, it's like you're trying to plug a leak in, every, in, in the sink or in the faucet, everywhere in the pool. It's like, okay, you plug this one. Now we plug Jamal Murray. Oh, but now all of a sudden Bruce Brown's hitting shots. Okay, let's stop this. 
And Jokic is not doing anything. Oh, but now all of a sudden we get it to nine. Jokic starts hitting a couple of shots. Mm-hmm. We get it down to ten. Jokic starts hitting a couple of shots, and he makes a, a pass to Contavious Caldwell. It was like they had an answer for everything. Yeah, but, but to me, and- this is this is the move. If I look, I, I mean, I'm not Eric Spolster, but here's the move. Okay, what you saw at the end, I think, is the smartest way to play them. It's what Phoenix did to win a couple games, which was let him shoot the ball. Like let yeah. him shoot the ball. You don't let him get the other guys going. Let him shoot the ball. And at the end of the game, what you saw was they got back into it on that 11-0 run because they basically took away the passing lanes and told Jokic, all by yourself up top, go ahead, bro. Do what you got to do. We'll let you score. We'll try to eliminate everybody else. I said this exact same thing yesterday, by the way. Good listening, George. (laughs) I said that exact thing yesterday. I said you you can let Jokic score – but you don't want to let him do everything that he does, which is distribute and pass and do all, and get everybody else involved. You can take him scoring, but if he's at his best and he's giving it to everybody else, you're going to have big problems. That was brilliant by me. Thank you. You're welcome. I think there's two things. If I were a coach, and I'm obviously not, and there's a reason why, but if I were, I think these, were, these would probably be the two ways I attack Jokic. One, I try to bank on let him score and hope that his, his, his selfless attitude and personality doesn't Freaks allow him, him yeah, to yeah. go off, right? Yeah. But, but, but he, the Phoenix Suns tried that. He went for 53-11. and 11. Remember the game where he ran into it, right. right? They lost, yeah, though. 53-11. They did lose that game. But the other thing to do, which Miami has done before, and I'm a little, frankly, surprised they didn't try to do this at all in this first game, was get under his skin. Uh, Jokic at times has been so frustrated he'll give you like a frustration foul. Yeah. Obviously, there was the Markeith Morris thing a couple years ago or a year ago um, where he did not like what happened, and I'm not saying it's ever going to go to that, and I don't, I'm not saying the Heat play like that. I'm just saying that the Heat can get more physical with him, and I think a product of him only having five shots in the first three quarters is because he likes to read the game. Michael Malone said that Bam was fronting him, making it difficult for him. But you got to get physical with him. You yes, have I to agree. Kind of annoy him. Yeah. You have to kind of get get him frustrated. Um, you can't let them just do what they want to do. You have to muck everything up. And the Heat are excellent at that. And I think their zone did kind of mess things up a little bit in the fourth quarter. Malone said they got a little stagnant against that zone. Maybe they found something. I think they found something with Highsmith too. Perhaps moving forward into game two. But yeah, yeah, I think he I, starts. I think like, I think the thing also from the Nuggets side is they look at it like, yeah, we did blow that lead a little bit, but we answered every time down the stretch, and we feel like we have an answer for whatever Spoh's going to throw at us. Yeah, I just think Jimmy's going to go nuts into the lane and just try to draw fouls. Which what he should do. Yeah. Which, is, which is what he didn't do. They had two free throws in the whole game. The question, though, is was Jimmy, did Jimmy look tired to you, not only because of the long seven-game series, but – did the altitude affect him Don't early on? Oh, stop no. that. Don't even bring it up. Get out of you know, here with that nonsense. To explain it to George. Are you going to be like Spo? Oh, we'll, we'll take this off. First of all, Spo was ready to fight. He came to that press conference the day before, and he knew whatever question was going to come at altitude, he was going to give heat attitude. Yeah, I, I'm with okay? Spo. It, 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 like, not, <laughs> not that team. That team is one of the most, like, they pride themselves yeah, on yeah, being in the different. best shape of anyone. It's, it's different, George. It's just Oh, different. stop. It is. It is. I know, it as a first, I, I know it firsthand. You would know when you know uh, it You firsthand, and me are not those guys, okay? Believe me, we are those guys. No, we're not. George, yeah, we are. I, George, I will tell you this, though. You know I'm a Spo fan. I yeah, here's some teeth Spoh. sweat for you, by the way, real quick on the way out. <laughs> I ran into Spo, and I told Spo, I said, I absolutely loved your answer. He goes, which one? I go, the first one. 
I thought you were ready to fight anybody over the altitude thing. It was great. Mount Everest. We'll play them in Mount Everest. All right. Tell Spo I say hi. Oh, right. look out for my uh, black Air Force Ones next week, buddy. Yeah. I can't wait. I cannot wait. All right, Omi. Thank you, buddy. Enjoy Denver. All right. Thanks, guys. See ya. All right. We got a break. We're way over. Laura's really going to punch us in the face on the other mm. side. Mm.